Hello and welcome to Mouse in the Mitten Trivia Pod, a podcast where you can test your Disney trivia knowledge over a variety of topics. My name's Court and I will be your host. Our game will consist of five rounds of six questions covering everything from your basic Disney knowledge to some unknown facts. Each question is worth one point unless otherwise noted. Make sure you follow us on YouTube, on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram and let us know what your score is. And of course, if you are planning on going to Disney sometime soon and you're looking for someone to help you plan your next vacation, feel free to reach out to me at mouseinthemitten at gmail.com. Would love to help you get that all set up and would love to make your trip as magical as it can be. But today, we're here for a little bit of fun and to have and to learn some new things about Disney. So let's get started with round number one. And round number one is titled Kim Possible. Now, this is not going to become our thing where the first round is going to be about a Disney Channel original cartoon. But let's have a little bit of fun, learn a little bit about our one of our favorite cartoons that was brilliant in the early 2000s and definitely one of my favorite cartoons during that time as well. So let's get started with question number one. What is the name of Kim Possible's best friend throughout the show and is voiced by Boy Meets World actor Will Friedle? Question number two. What is the name of Kim's arch nemesis in the series? Question number three. In what city does Kim Possible live and fight crime? Question number four. What is the name of Kim's genius younger brothers who invent various gadgets? Question number five. Name the secret organization that Kim and her family are affiliated with. And question number six, what is the name of the girl at Kim's high school who is the main rival while at the high school? All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music and then I will return with those answers. Let's get you some answers here on Kim Possible. So question number one, what is the name of Kim Possible's best friend throughout the show and is voiced by Boy Meets World actor Will Friedle? Well, that is Ron Stoppable. Now, Ron Stoppable, also known for having Rufus, his naked mole rat, as one of his best sidekicks and is really one of my favorite parts of the show as well. Question number two, what is the name of Kim's arch nemesis in the series? Well, that is Dr. Draken. Now, he is the one who um, he's always coming up with new plans, new schemes, all that sort of stuff. There are some other nemesis that she faces throughout the show, but he is the main one. Question number three, in what city does Kim Possible live and fight crime? Well, she fights crime in the fictional city of Middleton. Now, do we know what state that is? Nope, but my guess is somewhere probably pretty warm. Question number four, what is the name of Kim's genius younger brothers who invent various gadgets? Well, those are Jim and Tim. They're the ones who help to come up with all the gadgets that Kim uses, including, and they get credit for it, the, the cell phone that she uses with that da, 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 ringtone that we hear and we're all so familiar with. 
Question number five. Name the secret organization that Kim and her family are affiliated with. They are affiliated with the Global Justice. Not to be confused with the Justice League of America, just the Global Justice. And then last but not least, question number six. What is the name of the girl at Kim's high school who is the main rival at the school? That is Bonnie Rockwaller. Obviously, with a town like Middleton, of course, they went to Middleton High School, and that was her main rival at the school. Fun. It's a, it's a great show. It's on Disney+. Plus. 10 out of 10. I highly, highly recommend it. Round two now, and round two is our fast facts round. This round is filled with simple questions that have simple answers. Today's category is Disney World Travel. For this round, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna name a Disney World Resort, and I'm gonna name a Disney World Park, a theme park. All you have to do is tell me, how do you get to the location from the resort to the park and back? All right, remember your options here are monorail, ferry, Skyliner, or bus. You can get to the parks, from the resort in one of these ways. So let's get started with question number one. The contemporary to Magic Kingdom. Question number two. Art of animation to Hollywood Studios. Question number three. All-star movies to the Animal Kingdom. Question number four. Caribbean Beach Resort to Epcot. Question number five. Fort Wilderness to Magic Kingdom. And last but not least, the Grand Floridian to Magic Kingdom. Again, all of these have great ways to be able to get there and back. One of the nice things about li about going to and staying at a Disney World Resort property is that you get to go straight to the parks from there. Now there are some other methods on how you can get there. We listed a couple of we listed the main ones: the monorail, ferry, Skyliner, or bus. You can Uber, but they have to Uber to different locations that sort of stuff. But by staying at a Disney World Resort you get complimentary travel to all the parks. So I recommend always to my the people that I work with, take advantage of that. It's free and it can take you to Disney Springs as well. It's something that's kind of cool. You can do a little bit of shopping. You don't have to pay for any sort of Uber or anything like that to get there. So let's get started with question number one. The contemporary to Magic Kingdom, well, you could take the monorail. That is one of the first hotels that was built and that actually is the one that has the monorail going through it. It's really, really cool. It's one of the reasons why every time my wife and I go to Disney, we have to ride the monorail and do that loop at least one time. Question number two, Art of Animation to Hollywood Studios. Well, that one you can take the Skyliner to. Now you can take the Skyliner from the Art of Animation to either Hollywood Studios or Epcot. That's one thing that I'm looking forward to is taking the Skyliner to Hollywood Studios here in a few weeks. When we get to go, I'm going to be really excited to be able to fly right into Hollywood Studios. Question number three, all-star movies to the Animal Kingdom. That one is by bus. Now, all the all-star resorts to be able to get to all the parks, it's by bus, just how the system is currently set up. So rule of thumb, if you're going from an all-star resort, whether it's movies, music, or sports, and you're going to a theme park or to Disney Springs, you're taking the bus. Question number four, Caribbean Beach Resort to Epcot. Caribbean Beach is on the Skyliner. So again, Caribbean Beach, if you're going to Epcot or to Animal or uh, to Hollywood Studios, you can take the Skyliner there. 
Next one, Fort Wilderness to Magic Kingdom. That is by way of the ferry. You can take the ferry right across the lake there, get your right to Magic Kingdom. And last but not least, the Grand Floridian. Well, I kind of tricked you on this one. Going to Magic Kingdom, there are two methods to get there. You can either take the monorail or the ferry. Depending on your preferred method, it's all up to you on what way you want to go. The monorail is a little bit more reliable. The ferry can be a little bit herky-jerky sometimes. Um, I had my sister-in-law and her family go down to Disney just a few weeks ago. And they, they were staying off property. So they had to be picked up and dropped off from the parking um, from the parking area and they had to take a ferry to get there. Well, they only have two ferries that go there. One ferry had a medical emergency. The other one was down for maintenance. So they had to just wait it out. So for my money, I'd rather take the monorail. But I got to say, Disney makes all their modes of transportation fantastic. You can't go wrong with any of them. All right, moving into round number three now. And round number three is our round titled Connecting the Circles. This round will have five questions that may or may not be Disney related, but the answers do relate to each other in some way through Disney. And that's gonna be the sixth question in this round is what is the connection? So let's get started with question number one. What 2000 movie stars Denzel Washington, Will Payton, Donald Faison, Ryan Goslin, and a young Hayden Panettiere? Question number two. What 2022 Disney Plus movie is about Ray McElthby raising his 11-year-old brother and is based on a real-life story? Question number three. What 2007 movie stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson where he finds out he is a father and now has to balance his job with being a dad? Question number four. What 1976 movie stars Don Knotts, Ed Answer, and Tim Conway about a donkey from Yugoslavia who has a unique skill? Question number five. What straight-to-TV movie stars Tony Danza and is about a garbage man with an affinity for kicking his truck to get it started? And question number six is, what is the connection there? I'm going to let you think about that. I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, and then I will return with those answers. Let's make some connections here. So let's start out with question number one. What 2000 movie stars Denzel Washington, Will Payton, Donald Faison, Ryan Gosling, and a young Hayden Penetier? That is Remember the Titans, which is, for my money, the best football movie that is out there. Just my personal opinion, possibly best sports movie that is out there. Question number two, what 2002 Disney Plus movie is about Ray McElthby raising his 11-year-old brother and is based on a real-life story? That is safety. Question number three, what 2007 movie stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson where he finds out he is a father and now has to balance his job and being a dad? That is the game plan. 
Question number four, what 1976 movie stars Don Knotts at Answer and Tim Conway is about a donkey from Yugoslavia who has a unique skill? That is Gus. Now, if you want to see some faces in a movie and you're like, I know that person. I know that person. I know that person. You constantly are saying that. Go watch Gus. Now, first of all, the age of the movie, I mean, it's from you. The donkey's from Yugoslavia. That should be, that should tell you how old this movie is right there. But again, kind of like how we talked about Mary Poppins, some of the things they did just makes you like shake your head and like, how did they do that? You're going to see a little bit of that in this movie as well, along with some names that you're like, I, I recognize that face. Where do I recognize that face? IMBD will get you all squared away. And then question number five, what straight to TV movie stars Tony Danza and is about a garbage man with an affinity for kicking his truck to get started? That is the garbage picking, field goal kicking Philadelphia phenomenon. Yes, it is a Disney movie. It is not on Disney Plus. I am heartbroken. This movie, I don't know why, has a place in my heart. I love the movie. I don't know why. Probably because it's about a kicker. That I don't I don't know. It's it's a movie that I really enjoyed for some reason, and I, I'm sad that it's not on Disney Plus yet. Will it ever get there? Only time will tell. So we had answers such as Remember the Titans, Safety, The Game Plan, Gus, and the garbage-picking, field-goal-kicking Philadelphia Phenomenon. What is the connection there? No, it's not just there. They're all Disney movies. They're all movies that are focused around football that were released by Disney. Now, we could have added Invincible to this list as well, but there are some good ones. Like I said, Remember the Titans is one of my favorite, all one of my all-time favorite sports movies. Not just Disney, all-time favorite sports movies. That's that's one of my favorites. That's giving you a hint to what might be coming up in a few weeks for a movie anniversary. But these are some great movies. Um, if you want to get excited about the upcoming football season, which for my Detroit Lions, yes, I am a Lions fan. I'm from Michigan. I am a Lions fan till the day I die. Someday they'll win a Super Bowl, hopefully. But the football season, especially the NFL season, starts Thursday. Super excited for what comes this year, so hopefully this gets you a little bit excited. If not, some of these movies might get you excited for the upcoming season. All right, let's move into our round number four now. And round number four is our traditional round of movie anniversaries. And today we are going to celebrate the one-year anniversary of the live-action Pinocchio. So yeah, this week, a year ago, the live-action Pinocchio came out on Disney+. Plus. It is a fantastic version of the story. They tweaked a few things from the original story to kind of hold it more true to the original book that it came from. So let's talk about this Pinocchio and let's have a little bit of fun learning hopefully some new facts about the movie that maybe you were not familiar with. So let's get started with question number one. What is Pinocchio's wish in the movie? Question number two. In the 2022 live-action remake, who plays Geppetto, the woodmaker who makes Pinocchio? Question number three. What happens when Pinocchio lies? Question number four. Who plays Jiminy Cricket in the live-action remake? Question number five. Who was the Italian author of the original 1883 Adventures of Pinocchio book? 
And question number six. In the 2022 live-action remake, what is unique about the cuckoo clocks in Geppetto's workshop? All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, try to come up with those answers, and then I will return. All right, let's get you some answers here on the live-action Pinocchio. So, question number one. What is Pinocchio's wish in the movie? Well, of course, his wish is to be a real boy. That is the one through, that is one of the through lines. Doesn't matter who made the Pinocchio story, doesn't matter who is remaking it or anything else like that. That is one of the through lines, is he wants to be a real boy. Question number two in the 2022 live action remake Who plays Geppetto, the woodworker who makes Pinocchio? He is played by. Tom Hanks and that will kind of come back when we look at one of these questions as well in question number six well that there's a connection there and we'll talk about that a little bit here in a second question number three what happens when Pinocchio lies again this is another through line his nose grows obviously if you are a fan of Shrek 2 you recall the scene where they're trying to get Pinocchio to lie and as he's lying his nose keeps growing Again, this is one of those through lines, and that's one of the key points of the book, is that every time he lies, his nose grows. Question number four, who plays Jiminy Cricket in the live-action remake? Well, that is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He does a great job. It's one of those, he, he does a great job of voicing it because it's it doesn't sound like him. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal job. Question number five, who is the Italian author of the original 1883 Adventures of Pinocchio book? That is Carlo Collodi. I don't know if I said that right. I'm going to give it my best shot there, but that is the author that every single Pinocchio movie that's ever come out references. And last but not least, question number six in the 2022 live action remake. What is unique about the cuckoo clocks in Geppetto's workshop? Well, you see a variety of Disney characters in those cuckoo clocks and are part of those cuckoo clocks, including Woody and Bullseye. So again, making that connection there with Tom Hanks. You see Donald Duck, you see Rob Roger and Jessica Rabbit. You also see Aurora and Maleficent, just to name a few. It's kind of cool. It's one of those, again, hidden little Easter eggs in the Disney movies. All right, let's wrap up today's game with a round number five. And this round this week is titled, Who Am I? For this round, it's gonna work a little bit differently. For this round, what you're going to do is I'm going to give you a series of clues as to who this person is. The fewer clues it takes for you to get the right answer, the more points you earn. So if you get the answer right after the first clue, you get six points. After the second, you get five, so on and so forth. So again, let's give you some clues here. So clue number one, I was created by Charles Perrout, Mark Davis, Eric Larson, and others, including Walt Disney himself. Clue number two. I have had multiple versions of my story told, and not just by Disney. Clue number three. My movie was the first time Disney used actress Helen Stanley to inspire the movements of my character. Clue number four. Originally, 
I was voiced by Elaine Woods. Clue number five. Jacques and Gus, along with their friends, would help me throughout the day to do my chores. And clue number six. My glass slipper allowed Prince Charming to find me after I ran away at midnight before the spell ran out on me. Alright, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, try to come up with who that person is, and then I will return. Alright, let's learn together on who this person is. I'm sure that you probably got it by the last clue there. So, who is this person? Well, that is, of course, Cinderella. So, if I had added some clues about this movie came out in the 19 in 1950, if I had talked about an evil stepmom and two evil stepsisters, that could have gone there. Could have talked about Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. I uh, could have talked about the carriage, everything else like that. But the correct answer there is Cinderella. She was, of course, originally voiced by um, Elaine Woods, who did both, both the singing and the talking voice. But Helen Stanley is the person where, if you ever see these old film strips of artists drawing while a girl is dancing around in kind of a flowy dress. That is who that is. That is Helen Stanley. She was the inspiration for a lot of Disney princesses throughout the 50s as the artists and Imagineers were trying to come up with what the different princesses would look like. She is the person who's moving that they were able to get inspiration from and learning how to draw those proper movements. So if you got that on the first clue, you got six points. Got it on the second clue, you got five. On the third, you got four, so on and so forth. All right, well, that's all that we have for today. I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I will return next Thursday with more questions and more fun. So make sure that you're following us on Apple. If you follow us over on Apple, make sure you select to automatically download as well. If Apple isn't your thing, make sure you're subscribed and following everywhere else, including here on YouTube. Let us know in the comment section what your score is. Make sure that you like this video, make sure you subscribe, and make sure you turn on that bell for notifications so you don't miss a single video every single week as well. And hey, if you can, if you're listening to this on the podcast, make sure you leave us a five-star review, thumbs up, all that sort of stuff. Also, make sure you're following us on social media at Mouse in the Mitten on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Again, let us know what your score is. And again, if you are planning a Disney vacation soon, you need a little bit of help planning that, feel free to email me at mouseinthemitten at gmail.com. Would love to help you get everything set up and taken care of. Well, my name's Court. The dog's name is Milo. I will return next week, and I will see you next time.